Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday, we begin in Alabama and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. The Music of America podcast continues today. We stay in Louisiana. We're in Lake Charles. We're going to meet with Ryan Henry in the band called We Are the Virus. And we'll talk with him and about that infectious title. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine about my brother's couple's workbook called Two Years After Forever. It's sort of a how-to guide to improve your communication skills, which, as anyone who's ever been in any relationship knows, is crucial. So as we spoke later in the conversation, I mentioned the book again, Two Years After Forever is the name of the book I told you my brother wrote. She interrupts me. She goes, oh, wait a minute. Your brother's book. I thought you meant a book you borrowed from your brother. Your brother's book, you said. Three little words. My brother's book. Two entirely different interpretations. Well, in the workbook, Two Years After Forever, there are exercises that will help you form better communicative skills to avoid pratfalls like that one. Along with your partner, learning and applying these exercises help you to get back to why two years ago you pledged a life together forever. Two years ago Two years after forever, two years after forever.com, available at Amazon today and forever. And we are the virus. I can't wait to hear the story behind that name, that band name. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the the morph or the genesis, but I just want to hear the whole thing. How, how and why we are the virus. So we are the virus. Uh, it really was a, a little bit of a collaborative thing. I'm the kind of person that if I think of something creative and I really like it, uh, I'll probably change it within the next hour or two. Like it'll, <laughs> it'll never stick, especially if I have no one else like helping me dictate like, Hey, this is what we're going to go like next. Let, let's move on now. Um, <laughs> one of the guys I was collaborating with um, on some of the, we are the virus tracks. Uh, basically I asked him, I said, what, what do you think this should be called? I threw out everything that I had made logos for and everything that I had talked about. Um, and it was actually a recommendation from somebody else, but it, it really fit for a lot of reasons. Um, uh, and, and, and some of the aspects of, of where the music kind of comes from, for sure. The uh, I've always been a huge, 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 um, like classic zombie movie fan. Yeah. So anything to do with like a viral outbreak, anything like that. Um, uh, most of my adult career, which is so weird to say, uh, has been in hazardous material response, firefighting, things like that. Right. Um, and I got really, really uh, into it, which it's, it's a really odd thing for people to get into, especially in the fire, uh, the fire service. Usually people want to do like rope rescues and things like that. And I was the guy who was like, let's, Zip me up in this plastic Ziploc bag and, and let me play with some chemicals. That's that's what I want. So as soon as he said it, I, I knew and I absolutely loved it. Um, it. It just it fit me in so many in so many spots uh, as far as creativity and and you know the stuff that got me into creating for sure. Uh, but yeah, it, it was actually a recommendation, and it really helped that uh, someone else suggested it because then I was able to say, well, I really can't argue with him now. Right. Right. Um, but uh, it it fits so well, and I've I've definitely gone full into it. I've doubled down on it. I, I love it. It seems kind of funny that uh, 
given that genre and that that whole zombie movie apocalypse thing that uh mm-hmm. you're, you're kind of like you're tempting fate by working with hazardous material aren't you you're just like yeah. you're like come on come on if it's gonna happen right here make it happen right here <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's it it's a weird thing i try to explain especially to younger guys in, in the field it's you you don't want anything to happen and if you say like to the like a like a normal person you're like man i really want a big fire i want to want a big chemical release yeah it's like you know you, you have all this training and this buildup for the, these like maybe once twice in a lifetime incidents so it, it's hard for people to kind of understand when we're like yeah man like i, I can't wait to get in the suit and, and get after it you know yeah yeah um so you, you got to understand that sense of humor i guess well, it, uh, my ex-brother-in-law was a firefighter, forest ranger, and he had a similar approach, you know, that uh, yeah. you don't want it to happen when you want it to happen. But when it does happen, you want to be there, you know. Right. Yeah. You, you, you want to be the first person there. Yeah. We just rewatched. Uh, there was a mini series on Disney about 9-11. And really? you just have a whole new. Uh, I mean, I hadn't seen it before, but it's been out for years and uh just have a yeah. whole new respect for people in your line of duty. You know, people that mm-hmm. choose to put yourself in harm's way for the sake of keeping everybody else safe. So on behalf right, of right. everybody that's listening right now and that don't know you, <laughs> that know you now, thank you. You know, that's, that's, it's, wow. it's, it's cool that you do that. So is music like an escape or, or a release? That's a better word, a release for the kind of st- that, that's so, got to be stressful intention. Yes, I, I honestly, I don't really think I, I've channeled any of the work-related stuff into my music as of yet. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been playing for years, and I had some some life changes, including a divorce that had come up, and it was it, the music really started to become prevalent a- after that. And my my now wife, um, she had really kind of, I feel like she pushed me. She may not think she pushed me too much into it again, uh-huh. but I think she knew that it, it, it was kind of a release for me. And once it started rolling, it was like, everyone needs to hold on because everyone needs to listen now, you know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. everybody's going to hear it whether they want to or not. Right. This is kind yeah. of funny because this is a audio only, but we're using zoom mm-hmm. to, to dialogue. And all I see in the background is her leg and her hand <laughs> waving every once in a while. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> so um, I think the only reason she chose to sit, sit there was because I told her it was video. Only. It was uh, audio only. So I got you. <laughs> so you've been playing music for a while. You're uh, you sound young, but and and I can see that you're you're not in your teens. So how long have you been playing music, and where'd you start? Oh man, that hurt. That hurt, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I started playing guitar in when I was about fourteen or fifteen. I said um, you weren't in your teens. Now. I just said you weren't in your teens. I know, I know, I know. I could still make you 20. I could really still didn't. make you that could still make you 20. That's good. I just turned <laughs> 21. No, I'm, I'm, I'll be 38 soon. Uh-huh. And um, so I've been playing since I was about 14, 15 years old. Um, had some little punk bands in town when I was uh, in high school days, a, little, a couple uh, little metal acts that I was in. And, you know, after that, life kind of happens. You got to get a real job and you got to. <laughs> make you know put food on the table so it kind of went to the wayside a little bit for a little while a couple of weeks ago i was talking to another guy who's a punk rocker and and mm-hmm. we were talking about this this word called responsibility you know you got <laughs> you gotta make those house payments you gotta feed those kids i mean yeah why <laughs> <laughs> well 
I keep asking the state the same reason, but they don't agree. <laughs> Life's mysteries. So you yeah, had a, yeah. a, a heavier, I'd say a heavier musical influence growing up than, like I grew up playing acoustic guitar. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, I, I would say it was heavier. Uh, my dad always had a lot of music in the house. He was a real big fan of like 70s, 60s rock. Mm-hmm. Um, so we always were listening to things like, Anytime I could get into his record collection, the, the Deep Purple albums, uh, a lot of Leonard Skinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he loves Aerosmith. Uh, so the, I kind of grew up around a lot of that. And I think what happened was one way or another, I kind of got into Black Sabbath and kind of started getting into the the heavier, you know, the, right, the right. fringe part part of the genres. And, and it, it really kind of spiraled from there. I, I was definitely the only kid at my school listening to Cannibal Corpse and, you know, in seventh <laughs> grade. So. <laughs> So what is uh what is your current what is we are the virus's music identity? I've kind of thought about that over the last few, especially over the last few weeks recently. I, I don't. It's the best way I I can put it is in is almost an emotional identity as far as whatever comes out. Yeah. I, I have stuff on the the latest release that kind of goes from really really fast hardcore blast beat death metal type stuff to almost like a southern groove type music it's it's yeah. the, the identity is is i want to say something so prolific but i don't know how to explain it it's like whatever you feel and whatever you get out of the song is really what it is it's some of it's instrumental some of it has vocals uh i'd i'd like people to just feel different things and some songs may feel differently at certain times yeah it makes sense so who is uh who is in we are the virus Right now, it is it is just me. Um, I've been finding collaborations to do online uh, with uh-huh. other vocalists and other musicians. Um, on the latest release, I have some guest vocalists, um, one being Mike O'Brien from Dallas, Texas, who's also a firefighter. Oh, wow. And there was uh, one named Aaron Bazin from the UK. Um, he's in a band called Truth and Tragedy, I believe. Uh, really just the miracle of social media and, and linking up with these people and file sharing yeah. uh, the music. I, I write and record all of it. And then uh, my guests are vocalists. So do you play out? At Truly, all? I guess I'm the only, you know, centered person that stays. So do you play out yeah. like uh, shows? Do you? Or do you just oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, actually, I, I, I started, I played a show uh, last week, I believe uh, here in town and it went really well. Um, I have a couple of the cities around us, like Lafayette, Louisiana, and uh, some other venues here that are in line for shows now. So it's yep. it's. I hope my wife hangs on. It's it's it. She's created a monster now. <laughs> but you just play yourself. You you're, or when you're doing a show right. at, at uh, Tom's Lounge, you'll just show up you and your, right. your rig. Okay. I show up with my guitar rig, and I I have everything on a, a hard drive. My, my backup band, and I, I play with the backing track. Uh, there's no guitar on the backing track, so all the guitar is live, and I just try to do what I can. As do you do all originals or do you do covers when you're doing a show? All originals. Or... I have one one cover song that I'll do that's instrumental from the the band Mountain. I'll do Mississippi Queen, but uh, yeah. I do my my little version called the Trailer Park Metal Queen. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, what an image that evoked when i was oh, yeah, band, yeah it was a song we did we did mississippi queen so yeah <laughs> trailer park metal queen it's just oh my gosh <laughs> how much meth is in that picture i wonder <laughs> well that, that it wasn't to be trailer park meth queen but uh i liked metal but I, metal yeah. ended up it was one of those things it was a 
it was a split second decision. It was probably meth at one point in time, then turned to metal. So whatever That's <laughs> what happens when I'm unsupervised. And you say you record yourself. I mean, so you use like uh, GarageBand right. or what? I have been using GarageBand. Um, so I've been trying to do everything I can as free as I can. Yep. And uh, I've kind of peaked on, on that. I believe um, I'm going to have to start paying for some, some better quality stuff to kind of fine tune everything. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I'm making my steps learning as I go. Um, but I've had a lot of people tell me for the using free software that, you know, comes with your computer that they really couldn't believe that I was getting those kinds of recordings and those kinds of tones and things like that. So, yeah, it, it's there. You just got to take the time to learn it. Yeah. Right? And yeah. that's the thing. I, I felt like it was so much for me to sit there and, and learn on this software. And I kind of had the bah humbug. I don't want to, I don't need to learn this newfangled stuff. Just give me yeah. a microphone and a, you know, whatever, but it's, it's working. Well, I, I, I relate when I first, first got doing this, my electrician at my house, I'm building a studio in Missouri and my electrician there mm -hmm. is also a friend of my daughter's. And he was also a sound engineer major, uh, got his degree at Webster university, brilliant kid. And I said, would you produce my podcast for him? And he said, yeah, sure. So I'd send him everything, and, and he wrote me back after about two shows. He says, I, I don't have the time for this, dude. I mean, if you're going to do five <laughs> shows a week, he says, I just don't have the time for it. I'm like, okay. So I had to learn how to produce a podcast in yeah, a, couple of, a couple of days, a couple of days, you know? <laughs> so hey, I got it's the working. Software. I got the software, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm just scratching the surface. And it'd be like getting a, getting GarageBand like you have. And learning how to record one track, you know, yeah. there's so many things to learn about the software that I use. And I've just learned just enough to, to sound like I kind of know what I'm doing a little bit here. <laughs> you had me fooled. <laughs> it's our little secret. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. tell anybody. <laughs> so the, our guests bring in, uh, usually bring us two or three songs. We're going to listen to three songs of yours. The first one is called Ode to Ison. Why does that sound uh, like something from a Viking movie or something? Uh, it, it does. Uh, the, the song was actually inspired by a friend of mine named Matthew Ice. And he's, he's you know, you after high school, you, you kind of, like I said, life happens and you have to become an adult, like you said, responsibility. And he was, he's probably been one of the only friends that I've had that it's, it's been there forever, whether it's been through something really terrible, really awesome. Uh, we've always connected through music and I thought it was high time that he gets some sort of recognition from me, you know, being the probably in and out friend that I am. So <laughs> uh, I wrote that for him and he, he loves it. I hope he loves it. He better act like he does. So this is to him. It's not, it, to, the, to, it's not to some Norse God or something like that, right? It is not. But if that's how you feel about it, like I said, I like want people to make their own little interpretations. If that makes you feel like a Norse God, go with it, man. Well, that's really cool. Well, let's give it a listen. This is the first song we're going to hear from We Are the Virus and Ryan Henry. And the song is called Ode to Ison. I have to take a bite of my bossy bite real quick. Oh.
We're in Lake Charles, Louisiana, and the band is We Are the Virus. That song was called Ode to Ison. Ryan Henry's our guest today. We'll get back and talk to him in just a moment. I've got this custom-made, handmade acoustic guitar named Margaret with the tonal quality of a name-brand high-end guitar, which shall remain nameless. This baby fits my hand perfectly with a mahogany neck. It glides easily when I play, but what I love most is, is her low-end sustain. I, I joke that I think the guitar is still ringing from the first open E chord I played when I got her over a year ago. Well, she was built for me by Joe Mendel, Joe Mendel's frets, one of our sponsors here on the Music of America podcast, a maple bridge and fretboard, a veneer Zircote headstock, but it's the spruce body, I think, that gives it that resonance and that sustain. Just a beautiful sounding, beautiful looking guitar, all custom made for me from Joe Mendel's frets www.joemendelsfrets.com So Ryan, when you play, do you play just electric or do you fiddle around on acoustic to hear something and then you go and see how it sounds on electric or what? what's your setup? Uh, it's mostly electric. Um, I, I have an acoustic and I, I do mess around with it quite a bit, but uh, not nearly as much. Um, I think it's just, I don't know, uh, there's, there's nothing like that tube amp that just giving you all the feedback and, and actually you know feeling that feeling your sound more than a uh that I gets tried, you more excited I, I just tried to explain this to my brother explaining the difference between the a tube amp and solid state he goes i don't even know what that means he just he bought a bass about a year ago and yeah. and now he's learning I and mean, he used to sit in jam with us and he learned how to play the bass a little bit so he dug it and when we sit around we you know we'll do a one four five jam in, in my basement or this other guy's house or whatever and he'll come in and he'll play bass and he'll just have a really good time. We'll start doing some old Motown or whatever. And it's it's a lot of fun. Now he's got a bass. Now he's wanting to learn a little bit more about equipment. I tried to explain to him the difference between tube and solid state. And you said it right there. Warmth, you know? Yeah. It, it's it, it's a feeling. Yeah. It's like, a, I, I don't even know how to explain it. I just went to a few years ago and it's, I don't think I can ever, ever go back to anything else. When Guitar for Guitar Center first opened up in St. Louis, that's when I bought my first electric guitar. So it was maybe 30 years ago or something. And I've had acoustics, you know, since I was a teenager. But first uh, first brand new electric guitar I bought, I bought a, a crate solid state amp because it had all these special effects on it and everything. First right. time I first time I played it with my brothers, it was really a lot of fun. So I got when I got another crate amp, you know, that had even mm -hmm. more. Uh, you could play a lead, uh, you know, like this will make your guitar sound like a a a, a Vox, or this will make it sound like a Marshall. Or this will make it sound like, yeah, and just everything was so cool. And then I played music with guitar players that know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's a time. It took me a very long time, even to start doing these recordings, to accept to myself that I was using a digital, you know, input yeah. digital recording. And it, I, I felt dirty. I was like, I, you know, I can't believe I'm using all this digital stuff. Um, but and and some of it sounds pretty good, but it, there's there's no, it, it doesn't have the feeling. It doesn't have that power, that yeah. just raw. Like I don't know. Well, to me, it's like there's a, it's like a ceiling. You know, when you're playing mm -hmm. through compressed digital, that process sound, it just sounds like it hits the ceiling and just kind of loses its its warmth its personality tubes just open up the world to you you know oh yeah it's it's uh the little place we i played at last week um 
playing through, uh, you know, playing the back backing tracks through the um, the PA that was in the building. And he, mm-hmm. I think he was a little worried on how loud his stuff would be. And I was like, no, bro. Like, uh, <laughs> I, 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 whatever you can do, I promise you, you'll probably have to open the door because I promise you I, I can get higher and louder for sure. That's funny. Um, so I, I think I ended up, I, I may have been like on a two or a three and it was maxing out. He was like, oh, yeah, that's good. It's good. So are you a guitar player or do you play guitar? Uh, I have no idea what that question means. So See, I, I, I own guitars. I, I own guitars and I know how to play guitar, but I'm not a guitarist. Yeah. I'm not a guitarist. I'm not a guy that could sit there and, and I can't do Stevie Ray Vaughan. I can't do Hendrix. I can't do uh, the more complex it, Jeff Beck stuff. It's th- that's kind of a hard question, especially for me, because it's, uh, it'll come in these, these spurts where I'll, I'll I felt like years ago I plateaued on my guitar skills and this was mm-hmm. it. This was my little box that I could be in. And I'm happy with it. Um, but it's you, you are for me, at least I get the, these moods or these just little feelings, I guess. And I, I can, it, it just propel myself up to a new technique or a new sound or a new, something and it's i think you can really follow that on the album for sure because there's like like i said a group of songs that sound like really like this and you know if you dissect it it's you know real simple drop d stuff or whatever and then i have stuff where i'm like sweet picking and then i have stuff that's just like completely then it's like trailer park metal queen it's 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 hard for me to nail down yeah Um, i think it's it, it just goes by one day I, I may be Stevie Ray Vaughan and this is what's going to come out and this is what's going to be on, on recording today. Uh, yeah. I mean, there, 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 whatever are, fuels that emotion. there are times we'll be jamming and I'll, I'll, I'll get into a, a run where I am Stevie Ray Vaughan, but the other times yeah. I'm Jimmy Vaughan, you know, <laughs> 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 not a diss against Jimmy Vaughan. It's just, they're on different. Lines, no, no. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it got a lot easier when I realized that I was happy with my guitar playing. Not yeah. necessarily plateauing and saying like I'm not going to learn anything new, but being like you know, I can hang with you know pretty much anybody because I'm solid. Where I'm, you know, in, at my level, and um, that really opened up creativity. I think for me, it didn't make me as nervous to try to perform to either a genre standard or something like that. We had a buddy of mine that lives in Peoria, and uh, he can play the fiddle and the laps, you know, pedal steel or lap steel mm-hmm. and guitar all in one song. Like I have the <laughs> fiddle strapped under here with his guitar on his side, sitting at a, at a pedal steel, mm-hmm. he'll pick up his, his fiddle and play that. And then he'll start playing the slide on the, and then he'll swing his strat around to start playing guitar. Phenomenal yeah, yeah. musician. And he'll sing and he can sing harmony and he can sing lead. And uh, just, just an, just an incredible musician. I don't think there's an instrument the man can't play. And I played with yeah, him it's... years ago and then played with him about, then again, about maybe about 10 years ago. And he hadn't heard me play in like 25 years. And he looked at me and said, well, Tom, I didn't know you could play. I'm like, well, I, I really <laughs> can't, Keith, you can play. And he goes, well, here's the thing, Tom, there's always going to be pickers that'll be gooder than you and worser than you. <laughs> now, come on, Tom. I, I'm hearing that you're not happy w- w- with yourself and content. Let, let, let's talk about Tom. I, I like Tom. Why, Tom, why does Tom's Tom happy not with, feel good about his guitar playing? Tom's happy with where he is now. Tom's <laughs> Tom Tom's Tom's okay. Tom's comfortable where he is. Tom uh, used to want to play faster. Tom used to think that I'm not that good because I can't do, you know. Yeah, right. 
but I'm happy with what I do because when I'm, I've got a room full of acoustics, I'll go in there when we get done here while my file is converting and I'll just pick up a guitar yeah. and, and strum through it for a while, you know, just cause that's yeah. what I do. And it's, uh, that's fun. It's fun. I'm not going to yeah. be a musician <laughs> professionally. <laughs> I am a musician, but I'm not gonna be a professional musician <laughs> because I'm retired. I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want the headache. I got enough headache with this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're not a full-time musician. You're not making a living out of this, right? You said you do hazmat stuff and right. uh, you're still young enough that you could, or have well, you given it, up on it, that it's, idea? It's not that I've given up on it. It's, I would definitely love to supplement my income for sure. Um, one thing that I've been focused on the last couple of weeks is trying to see, you know, the different ways now, because uh, I mean, I personally feel that people aren't, you know, going up to the music store and looking up what came out this week and buying CDs. I've uh, been trying to figure out more and creative ways to make money on social media using my music. I, I've got a couple little ways going, but uh, we're going to see how it how it lands. It's not a lot of money, but we've made a little bit so far. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking yeah, where, where I was going with this is that maybe you could have like a musical rebirth. Right, right. And that was my like setup. There. That was yeah. my setup to talk about this next song. So, what is that? The next song we're going to listen to is called "Rebirth." And what is that about? Rebirth was uh, kind of a point in my once I got started doing the recordings and, and having the identity of like "We Are the Virus" or you know my musical sound kind of nailed down. Rebirth was kind of a a track that it was, it was a step up in confidence for me. You know, at, you know, the first couple of songs I did, I, I was never happy with, I was like, well, I, I could do this better. I could make this timing better. I could do this, blah, blah, blah. Rebirth was when I was getting really, I don't want to say comfortable. I, I, I was comfortable before that. And I wanted to step my myself up. So it was okay. like a, a rebirth of creativity, a rebirth of, of a feeling of, of motivation to, to even do it anymore. Um, and it, it's a fairly simple song, which it, it's, if someone wants to dissect that, it's it's or a psychologist one day or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's a very simple song, so it's not like I'm, you know, flying all over the neck or anything. But it's 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 something that meant a lot to me that way. If we um, place this song, that. if we place this song next to like Ode to Ison or the one mm-hmm. or any of your earlier songs, is there a noticeable audio difference? Uh, like as far as quality or like the, the, well, just, uh, it's a, it's a rebirth. So you, you've got this new, like look on life or new look on musical life or whatever. So can we hear that? Difference? Re- as, as far as quality standards go, it's, it's where I started to really be more like, this is what I, I want to say. I don't want someone to listen to my music and have like a really cringy face the whole time. Uh-huh. I want them to be kind of you know, evened out and, and, you know, use different types of elements. Um, as composition wise, it's, I don't know, that's hard. I, I, I tried to prepare a little bit for questions like that, but I've very seldom have I actually sat and, and tried to, you know, really pick it apart. Yeah. I know that it's a lot of people don't. Of a, lot, a lot of people don't, too. You know, I mean, it's yeah. just, uh, I like how the ideas come together. And sometimes there isn't a connection of the dots, sometimes it just is. You know. Not yet, and and yeah. and it's it's funny how I can have a, a mood in mind or an emotion when I write a song, and then a year later be like, you know, this is what that song really defines, even though some circumstances may have changed, but this is how, how what it I think it meant for me, and gotcha. it changes. Yeah, 
We are the virus is the band. Lake Charles is where he's from. Ryan Henry's our guest. And this is the second song we're going to hear from him called Rebirth. the virus with ryan henry and the song called rebirth i'm your host tom pollard here on the music of america podcast we'll get back with ryan in a moment but first it's it's really this simple you buy kitty's litter box you open the box you place the litter in the box you introduce the box to your cat after the cat has done their business for say about a month or so close the box and throw it away that's it just close the box grab the handle of this biodegradable box and throw it away it's perfect for traveling for your favorite feline. It's affordable. It's convenient. And that's the one thing I really disliked about cats. And I don't know how it became my job, but when we had cats and my kids had cats, I was the one that had to clean the litter box. Well, if Kitty's litter box were around 20 years ago, who knows? I might still have cats. Kitty's litter box, all lowercase, kittyslitterbox.com. Order today. It's perfect. Ryan Henry's our guest today, and the band is called We Are the Virus, but the band is Ryan Henry. So it's kind of it's sneaky. Ryan. Just Ryan. I Ryan. is the virus. 
I is the virus. So we are. Yes, we right. are the no. We are the champions. I I am the vi- I are the virus. I like that. I are the virus. <laughs> <laughs> so the last song we're going to talk about is called "The One." Mm-hmm. Now, is this about the lady that's been sitting on the couch there during this whole podcast? Or it is. Uh, this was my my heavy metal love song. This was the. Uh, one of my first real attempts at doing, you know, writing lyrics to be sang and uh-huh. uh, it, it all fit so perfectly, especially when I recorded the song, it was, everything went, went really well. It, it was about her basically being the one who not only, you know, captured my love, right. but being the one who got me back from not being as active in music as I was. Yeah, She was the one who, who brought me back to the, that creativity and that creation stuff. So she's your muse. She is. She is my muse. That's pretty cool. (laughs) That's pretty cool. When I uh, reconnected with my girlfriend, I wrote an album of music with her or Mm -hmm. for her and uh, played it for her on her birthday. And uh, people said, but how long you been writing? I said, I don't, (laughs) (laughs) but I did. And I wrote an album of music for performed it for, for her birthday. because nobody's ever done Uh, it. It's kind of, it's funny how that happens. I wouldn't have that inspiration. Really? It really is. And so she's the one, what is your, your songwriting process though? Is it, do you wait for inspiration like that? Or do you come up with music first and put words to it or what? Um, to, trying to organize it in my head that's basically what, what what happens is i have either some strong emotion some strong feeling some strong issue something going on that's either bothering me or just motivating me at that moment whether it's some life and inf- life influence love whatever it is mm-hmm. and uh it's just it's when it comes out it's it's time to come out and it's usually fairly quick um most of the songs especially for the album i put together in less than probably less than an hour um you know re-recorded a few times you know for my own little perfections but uh, the song writing process i don't ever know when it's coming i know when it's there uh i know my wife has heard me say i, I need to go play guitar like i need to yeah. write something uh but it's real abstract it just kind of whenever it happens it's it, it needs to happen so everyone needs to get out of the way <laughs> I'm like, I, need, I need to go home and do it like I need, I'm, I'm ready i need to do it that's and, that's really cool yeah I, I i run into a lot of songwriters obviously and just so many different styles and so many different things that get somebody going i don't think i've had somebody that just says i gotta do it now just get out of my way you know yeah it's it's like whenever whatever either puts me over the edge or, or happens it it's going to happen that day, mm-hmm. whether I have to stay up till whatever time in the morning to do it or, or what it's going to happen. That's amazing. Um, it, it'll, it'll, a lot of times it, I can feel it building in my head. It sounds so weird. Not to say it aloud. <laughs> it, I can kind of feel it or hear it like in my head for maybe a day or so before. And then it's, it's time. Like, it's like, I have to, I have to get that out. Like I have to figure that out how to play it. I have to figure out and, and get it on recording somehow. Yeah. And then it, Everything I've tried to force it, it never really, it's never anything that I love for sure. So when you wrote uh, the one, right, did you mm-hmm. introduce it to Mrs. Virus or did you, in, in increments or did you do it all at once or did you wait till the whole it thing was? was that one kind of came in spurts. Uh, I, I knew the song I wanted to play. I knew how I wanted it to sound. 
the, the song and music came first um, and the lyrics actually came afterwards. Uh, I, I knew what the inspiration was the whole time. So I was happy. Right. I was able to get my lyrics to, to match my, my yeah. song. You uh-huh. know, it meant to me. Um, but it, it, that was in pieces probably over a, at least a couple of days. Um, a couple of days. Yeah. Take me a couple of years. You do it in a couple of days. Well, I know. I mean, it's, <laughs> that's funny. It, it, I'd say it was less than a week for sure. Probably. Are you familiar with the band extreme? Uh, I think so. That's the I mean, um... really heavy metal band, really heavy metal band. I love telling the story. Uh, they went to their producer or whatever their producer came to them and said, you know, you're, you're going nowhere because all you guys do is the same kind of metal, death metal kind of stuff. And I said, mm-hmm. so what do you mean? And said, well, can you, I mean, throw, throw people off or some, do a ballad or something. And they wrote a song and, and recorded a song called more than words, which is one of the prettiest right, right, yeah. love songs. No, that's what I thought. I was like metal band. Yeah. That <laughs> just blew me away. When it, when you listen to the rest, like the body of their work is nothing like that song. And then you hear this yeah. acoustic song with beautiful two-part harmonies and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and then I, I heard the story about these guys. It was this like death metal band. I'm like, no way. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so you've done it the other way around. You, you took uh, right, yeah. your style of music and made a beautiful love song to the one. Yeah. And I feel like that was something I never, I mean, I'm, I know that there's a lot of lyrical content having to do with stuff like that, but I really felt that was kind of one of the first Maybe one of the first songs that kind of sounds the, the way I'm, I'm doing it, uh, yeah. as far as like being a, a love ballad. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it a ballad, really, but just being that powerful love song. I'm bringing it back. There we bringing go. Bring it back to this '80s. Yeah. Well, we're gonna listen to it. This is the one with "We Are the Virus." Oh, 
We are the virus. Ryan Henry from Lake Charles, Louisiana. So, uh, Ryan, this is the section of the show we call shameless self-promotion. You've got a, a way of monetizing your music. So let's hear that and let's hear how else we can help support you with you and we are the virus. Uh, I think the, the best way, and not only for me, for a lot of bands who are getting their stuff together, trying to get get all their stuff out to people, uh, social media is such a huge part right now. Um, the, the bulk of, of what we do to try to promote ourselves is on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, I mean, nowadays with streaming services, it kind of, it, it's a really easy way to give someone a direct link and have them listen to your music and, and, you know, make a little bit of fractions of a cent off of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, what I would ask everyone to do is, is come find us on Facebook. We are the virus. Um, we're on it just about every other social media network, share our videos, like our stuff. Uh, just try to stream as much as possible. Um, right now we're really high, really relying heavily on on social media and unfortunately you, you have to do that a lot nowadays um if you're you don't have a, a social media presence you won't get over that first hump a lot of the times so let's let's so, go uh, through the checkbox you're on facebook right i'm on facebook uh instagram youtube um twitter tiktok i think we have a tiktok we yeah. have a twitter we're not really big on there yet uh I haven't focused on that too much yet, but we are on there. Okay. Um, now on YouTube, is yeah. it a YouTube channel or you just have your videos on the general YouTube platform? It is a YouTube channel uh, with the same name. We are the virus. Uh, okay. We try to post, you know, little clips, little live snippets every now and then funny videos with our music in the background, anything to, to get people's attention to hold their split second, you know, attention Right. Uh, like they say in the business, whatever it takes, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ryan, thank you. And and Mrs. Henry, thank you. Even though you know, <laughs> she she just pretty much stole the show through the whole conversation. Yeah, oh yeah, she did. <laughs> every every room she walks into. Yeah, yeah. Still- <laughs> Funny. So uh thanks again and uh, uh happy Halloween. We didn't even address that, but here's this guy who's inspired by, you know, zombies and everything, and it's Halloween. The right, show is, right. on, is on on <laughs> Halloween day. It's funny. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Ryan Henry, and we are the virus. Our guest today. Join us tomorrow. We'll be back in Nolens, and we're going to talk to Terrence and the Fortress. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.